Welcome to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Martinez. With me in the virtual octagon, we, we have Mr. Kobe Peterson. Hey, guys. John Miles. Hello. And our special special guest, Kevin Lundell. The one, the only, Kevin Lundell. I'm back. Number two. Second time on. <laughs> Number two. Number <Ew>. two. <laughs> on today's show, hey, we're back. JCP is back. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about the moratorium. Uh, we didn't look at any polls because there were none because we've been kind of gone. Well, we've been uh, doing other stuff. We've been doing other stuff. Yeah, that's true. We haven't been gone. We've just been doing other stuff. And then we're going to go into some pinkies up, thumbs down and upcoming events. But first, we want to invite everyone to tell your friends about the Junction City podcast because we're back. Uh, invite them to join the forum on Facebook. Make sure that they follow you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, reach out to us on on Junction City podcast at gmail.com and Hit us up with your comments, your thoughts, anything else. Uh, yeah, just because there's not important. polls in that in that forum, that doesn't mean we're not putting awesome things in there. This and the community true. members, they're in there also. Yeah, you can always put your own poll in there. Oh, yeah. People are sticking polls in there. So, <laughs> gents, it's been a while, but I got to ask, what's the hap haps? What yes. you guys been doing, huh? Feels good yes. to be asked. It does. It feels good to say that again. <laughs> I got a job. Yeah. Oh, nice. No longer unemployed. Life is good. What are you What are you doing, man? Uh, I got a job. Um, so I applied to be an electrician's apprentice. Um, an and apprentice. so yeah, and so that process will wrap up in like January. Uh, so I got a job as a construction wireman, which that is like sounds a, so a, Star Wars of you. Level below yeah. that. Do they give you like a robe and and do you have to like fight and a master and stuff? You get a master. Yeah, and a master. That's right. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> yes. And no. <laughs> there, there, there are no like robes. None of that goes on. They do give you a, a brightly colored vest. Yeah, and like some yeah. clippers. Yeah. Some wire cutters. That's right. But uh, you know the whole fighting or master thing. I. I not I, yet, not, at least. That's not. That's not in there. So. So is that I'm, the same place that uh, Shane? Are you going to be seeing Shane at all? No, I will not be seeing Shane. Not at any like work sites or anything. I thought Maybe. for sure that you would be like that. If Shane see... got you in there or something. No, no, no. If I do see Shane, I'll. Uh, I'm definitely going to play a practical joke on him. Good. He needs it. Everybody, Good. if you Cause... see Shane, play a practical joke on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the best place to do practical jokes is the work site because <laughs> nothing ever bad happens there. <laughs> you just, you guys, have you guys watched New Girl? Yeah. Yes, of course. Well, yeah. Well, you just can't go. You just can't go Winston Bishop. You can't go too hard. <laughs> True. Leave the badger in the cage. <laughs> what about you, John? Man, I've been uh, mostly just dadding it up. Oh, I got a guy finishing my basement. Finally, this wall back here. It's going to have like, uh, actually, it's going to be a beautiful opening and a wet bar back here. Ooh, anyway yeah. it's bar. happening guys i'm so excited very nice john is prepping for 2021 when we have parties again that's yeah. right <laughs> or ice. if we never leave the house again <laughs> <laughs> good point good point and kevin kevin what have you been up to how's the business well, how's the 
Yeah, go ahead. Well, you know, I mean, the, the business is good. The, the, the RC fit is, is hanging in there. We're, we're doing good in times of COVID. It's kind of tough. But uh, hey, I, uh, I've, we've just been working on my, uh, another podcast uh, I, I, called Community Spread. And, and I recruited a new producer. You guys may have heard of him. What? His name's Dan Martinez. Trash. Oh, so, what? I mean, Trash. it's... Pre- that was a mistake. <laughs> Did he give you references? <laughs> you should have called us. Yeah, yeah, you should have called us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake. That's <laughs> no, a great uh, show, though. It's a great show, man. That is a great show, yeah. It is a good hey, show. hey, thanks. Yeah, we, we had... Uh, we had uh, Miss Betty from the NAACP and um, Susie Daly, and we had a we had a really good conversation uh, last week. So, well, so what is like the the topic or the the I don't know? Is there a what's topic the show about? What's, yeah. the show, yeah, what's, the show, what's the show about? Yeah, tell us a little about bit about the show. Okay? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, the show's really about um, conversations uh, with those in uh, minority or otherwise um, vulnerable populations. Uh, who, and just to hear and discuss different different topics and things that, that people in those groups are going through. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that's like, hey, uh, why don't we have a talk? Why don't we have a conversation about race? And it's, it's kind of hard. It's like you're, you step out of your comfort zone and like, these are not things we we'd normally do. And so, um, yeah, it kind of started organically, uh, but we've had like lots of really, really important conversations around race, around police reform, around um, uh, adoption and how race plays into, into that. And, and um, just oh. lots of, lots of really different and, and important conversations. All right. So yeah, this is, and you can Kevin have awkward conversations about race. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's hard work, man. Like good for you. It's hard work. Yeah. Oh, yeah no I, tell them, tell them when you can catch the show. Every Wednesday. Well, every Wednesday, there's a show. There's there's been shows coming out every Wednesday. So it's been yeah. So look, you know, smash that subscribe button on Community yeah. Spread. <laughs> you, you know, and uh, you know, it actually is kind of important because these awkward conversations we're talking about. We were talking about this just uh, the NAACP having these meetings with Mayor Caldwell and Chief Watt and how Chief Watt and Mayor Caldwell <laughs> they just don't know how to talk about race. And I kind of yeah. like, well, I don't like, I don't really blame, like, it's kind of a hard thing to do for a couple of white guys to like, be like, okay, like, I don't know what I don't know here. And so let's like, let's, let's have a conversation. So it's one of those oh, yeah. things where if you hear from other people in your community that are, uh, that have gone through some stuff, you, you, you build empathy and that's what it's all about. Oh yeah. Like, I'll be honest. I like, I will second guess any conversation I want to ask somebody of a different race. Cause then I'm like, well, I don't want to make them be an ambassador for their race or like, I mean, you just do it cause you're not familiar. So, I mean, that is exactly what I love about it. Is it just, I don't know. Let's make it out of my head about it. Well, yeah, you should definitely catch Kevin's show every Wednesday community spread. Um, that's kind of what I've been doing. Speaking of hap haps, right. I've just been, working and trying to get all these other podcasts up and running or helping with what they need help with. Have you been going on location to all those, uh, the meet the candidate things? Have you been like at those houses? Meet the candidate things. The the digital town halls. Oh, the digital town halls. Yeah. Yeah, That's been fun. Those have been fun, man. Yeah. Those those are good. If you haven't caught those, we're going to, Kevin gave us actually a really good idea. And I think we're going to do this uh you will be able to listen to the full audio file of those digital town halls 
for both Davis and Weaver Dems. So uh, look for those, whichever county you live in. So after a long break, uh, JCP podcasts are just going to be coming at you. Bang, bang, bang. It's true right. because I also have two two candidate interviews that need to get posted. We got yeah. Steve Olson oh, and we did Alex McDonald on Thursday night. So there's going to be a lot of content in your feed coming up. Real, we got to move. We got to start moving. What is it? 45, 40 something days left, right? Yeah. We're underneath 40 days or we're right at 40 oh, days. Like, it's like 43 days or something. I mean, by tuesday right it's like i've been ignoring the news up until now because i just can't take it but now it's like time to go back and like be involved again and gotta pick myself up well let's talk something that's uh that happened during COVID 19 uh we're gonna kind of move to what's been going on here in, in weber county at least with the moratoriums right this is the moratoriums on evictions um that's actually been extended. Uh, it was extended. The latest freeze goes through December 31st, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. Um, and this, so originally we, we saw this, uh, this article in the standard and found it really interesting that uh, they were talking about the moratorium and how it affected those that were in Weber County. Um, it was something like one one point two six million dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah, is is earmarked for the the rental assistance programs managed by the OWCAP, right? Which is the Ogden. Oh shoot, I don't have that. Do you have that, Kobe? By I chance? do. Yeah, OWCAP is Ogden Weber Community Action Partnership. Yeah, yeah. So there was one point two six million dollars for Weber County residents, and. As of September 4th, $473,800 has been dispersed to 377 households. Now, I'm not a math major or anything, but I'm pretty sure there are a lot more households in Weber County, right? Kobe, John, I don't yeah, live well, in Weber County, but... Can I can I back up for a minute? Because yeah, I just... Yeah. Like, I didn't even really get a sense of the moratorium. Like it's not saying that they can't kick anybody out of their houses, right? Like they still can kick people out. Like it's saying they can't do it if people didn't pay their rent. But then it seems like even in some cases they can just because I remember in one of the articles it said that, you know, evictions are down 41%, but it doesn't mean they're down all the way. So, I mean, does anybody, did anybody get a sense of that? Yeah, well, I, I think mean- that, from what I understood about this whole thing, they were they were like right. They would get right to the point at which they would kick somebody out, and then they won't kick them out, right? So they'll go through the court um, proceedings and get right to that. I see. So as soon as the moratorium's done, then we can kick them out. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, okay, let's go. All these people are going to be out of out of homes. And it seems like we're charging them fees in the meantime too, like. When we do finally kick them out, there's also going to be this hefty bill that they owe to us. Yeah, that's right. So one of the things that um, so a few things with this, uh, the, like like Dan said, the CDC extended this um, moratorium through the end of the year. That means that you can't be necessarily kicked out of your house. You will be able to stay to the end of the year. However, late fees are still accumulating if you don't pay rent or if you're not able um, if you do miss a payment, but later get back on your feet somehow or something like you will still owe that month's rent. And of course, late fees uh, will accumulate with it. So there, there's all kind of like 
it's a double-edged sword because it's like we're staying housed, but they're I mean it's it's creating like I mean in the in the order or in the in the article in the standard, uh they quoted uh Jenny Nagy, who's an economics professor up at Weber State. She's a really great lady. Um she she talked about how like it's basically just creating this cliff that if you're not able to pay and you miss the next, you know, month or one of the next three months, you're still gonna have to pay it. And if you don't, you are potentially open to a lot of bad things in terms of late fees, court um, fees, lawyer bills, all that kind of good stuff will show up on January one for you because so it's, it's, it's it's okay. You stay housed, but you could be in for a world of hurt with the OWACP, right? CAP. What they're trying to do what they're supposed to be doing or, I guess what, what's supposed to be happening is when people are falling behind in rent, they reach out to these folks, right? Because that, that money that's being dispersed is for them. Yeah, so I uh, I was actually really we, – we were supposed to do this show last week, and um, we were going to talk about the same subject. And so I was actually really grateful that this was part of the rundown because after reading it, I went through the process in Davis County because, you know, we were sort of in a, in a really tight spot because the, the unemployment, you know, enhancement ended in July. And we, so we've been just the normal unemployment amount, which has not been very much. And then Trump said, oh, well, it's going to go until, you know, this, this date in mid August, we're just seeing that money now. Like we just barely saw it like on Thursday last week. So even though Trump signed that back in like July, it finally showed up on September 15th or whatever, right? And so we applied to the Davis County version of OWCAP and we're going to see what happens. But yeah, you, you have to apply and then um, they can help you for up to three months. Um, they won't pay your utilities, but they can help pay your rent. You know, they have to talk to your landlord and all that good stuff. But it seems like, there is a lot of money sitting around in these accounts. And if people know about it, they can take advantage of it potentially. But it seems like not, not a lot of people know about it. That, that's my perception. What's your perception, guys? Yeah, well, I was just going to say, like, that doesn't seem like a lot of people know about it, right? For only to have uh, issued out $400,000 of a $1.26 million assistance program, that doesn't seem like a lot of people. Yeah, I don't think the word's gotten out about that. I haven't heard much about that. Um, I also uh, read in the Tribune article that uh, tenants can apply for that on behalf, or uh, I mean, landlords can apply for that on behalf of tenants is from <laughs> what, I, what I read in the, in the Trib article. Um, also, uh, you know, I think people need to know when it comes to the moratorium that, uh, you know, there, there are a few guidelines that you have to you have to go through and attest to. And if you're not meeting those guidelines, then landlords are still coming after some people and trying to kick them out. So um, and but all you have to do is just like a, write a, you know, a, it can just be a handwritten signed note from you to the landlord that says, hey, I, I, I've I've gone through these five checkpoints. I don't make over one hundred thousand dollars. I've done my best efforts. I, I'm unable to pay full rent. I've tried to make partial payments. Um and if I were to be evicted, I'd be homeless or have, you know, those are the five, five kind of points. So you have to make those five points, get a letter to your landlord. And then at that point, like you should be definitely applying for these, these, uh, these assistance programs and get, you know, three months rent paid for. And uh, because 
that can make all the difference and make it so you don't have that log jam back in December 31st when this all is going to come to a head for sure. Yeah, that was well, one of the things that I was going to ask is, do you guys think that this is just a Band-Aid? Like, I, I don't know. Like, what's your perception of this moratorium? I mean, yeah, it seems clearly like we don't really know what to do. Let's just put this all on hold until we can figure something else out. That's yeah, totally what it is. Kicking totally the can down the road, right? Just keep kicking it down, kicking it down. But, I mean, I guess the the hope is, is that, uh, you know, sometime after the election, uh, Congress gets their shit together and passes more relief funding for situations like this. And then there's more money to go into paying that 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 balloon that's starting to, to fill up. Uh, so I, I'm guessing that's the plan. That's not, that doesn't sound like a great plan to me, counting on Congress. But um, you know, in the meantime, <laughs> like, there is some money there that the tenant, that landlords uh, or tenants apparently can, can should be should be getting their hands on and um, stop making so that balloon is not getting full. I guess, yeah. So then, my next question is like, how much of this falls on the mayor or like local government or like where? What's the extent, right? Of because I wouldn't they wouldn't you want to push this out if you were like Ogden City or one of these uh, other cities in Weber County that knew of this program? Wouldn't you want that for your citizens to be able to access this program? I think well, they kind of count on the service providers to do it. Like they were talking to Andy Beatles in that standard article. Yeah. And I think she's out there sort of letting people know. The thing I was thinking is she's probably, I mean, you know, she's out there trying to get rental assistance for all kinds of people, people who've been trying to get it well before this. And I imagine it's really opening the doors for a lot of those people who she had mm. requirements they couldn't quite get through. Like maybe it is helping some people who've been in need for a long time. Well, I tell you what, uh, they're not having that hard a time getting the word out to businesses that they have money um, out there for them. Uh, I got uh, uh, the Weber Cares um, Act. I got a phone call from the from the from a, a recording from Jim Harvey that said, "Hey, we got money for you. Um, really? You just got to you just got to apply." I had actually already applied and and did did get some of that assistance for the gym. So they're pushing, you know, the, there's recording going out directly from him. We got the money, you know, uh, but they're not, they're there to help the businesses, but not necessarily those people that are looking to get kicked out of their houses. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, except for that money that Harvey's talking about, that's all the stuff that Trump wants to take away for other things now. Interesting. Hey, I think I got that same phone call for laser zone. I should have taken that money. Oh man, they could have saved laser oh, zone. What? Could have oh. saved laser zone, dude. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Kevin. I used to own this laser tag place out in Sunset. What was it Rad, called? I know the laser zone. You own the laser zone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I you know, that's a good a good question, man, because it's like, okay, who's in dereliction of duty here? Because we had to wait for a you know a federal decree coming from the CDC, not even necessarily coming from the president's office, it's coming from the CDC. And previously, the state of Utah had a, its own moratorium eviction that was valid through like May or something like that, right? And so it's clear that like the governor has this ability to do something. They chose not to in this case. They let the, the states expire. They, they relied on the federal and then nothing. And then they waited until, okay, because I think that that expired in like the end of July. And then a whole month goes by and, they, and then nothing. Like the state does literally nothing until the federal government does something again. So like, I mean, do you feel that the governor's office is a dereliction of duty on this one? Cause it's like, well, you did it before, but you chose not to do it again. Why is that? We should ask Chris Peterson. 
Well, we're going to interview him on Wednesday next week. So we'll ask him. Oh, God, we'll bring it up then, right? Perfect. So last question. What should people do if they can't pay their rent? You know, this is a good question because I've we were in this place when um, when we were younger and it always felt like too scary or too much work or like, I don't know. Or, or it was like too shameful to ask for help, asking for assistance. I don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> I probably would, if, if, it, if it came down to it, I probably wouldn't, like I'd eat that pride and just, you know, do that. But that's easy for me to say. Um, how, how do you think, like, what do you think is, is stopping people from asking or, 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 asking for this money do you think it's they don't know or do you think it's part of it is like i think people don't know i think that is, i think that's the biggest one because as soon as we found out because we are in this exact situation where we are stressing about how are we going to pay rent in october and as soon as we found out about this you know i did the research and then i realized that angel castillo had posted about this in the junction city forum weeks before this article had come out so it was like well you just got to be paying attention and sometimes you don't pay attention until you're in the swimming pool right you you don't know what's going on until you really need it. Did the homework. It was like, oh, you guys need this. Like, I emailed the people. They called me back the next day. Like, what do I need to do? And I think the one of the problems with the process is it's a fair bit of paperwork, and you got to track a lot of it down for them. Like, they want to know what are your what is your you know social security numbers for all your family. So we had to, if we had to dig up all of our social security cards. You know, we had to get these documents saying that, you know, we got this much in food stamps. We had to get this document that said this, we had to get this document that said that, you know, it was like getting all this paperwork. Oh, and then we had to send some documents to our landlord, which we rent from this like giant corporation, this property management corporation. So we had to like track down the right person who was our property manager, get that person to sign some digital documents, get them back and then get them over to them. So I think like the paperwork of it is kind of a burden but honestly, like if it's the difference between our family really stressing about how to pay rent and not having to deal with it at all because there's money sitting in an account that needs to be spent and it's just for people like us, I will sit on the phone for hours. I mean, it's been that way throughout the entire crisis that, you know, Department of Workforce Services there. If you want to talk to those guys, you got to sit on the phone for at least two hours on hold. That, uh, that's the difference. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say the, the difference is though, Colby is like you, you know, you you're a you're a college educated kid that you know has has uh, you know filled out a FAFSA has you know done all of you've done all of this True. sort of stuff before and you for speak a lot English. of people. A, yeah. A, a lot, yeah. A lot of people, that process is so onerous. They look at it and they're just like, "No way! Like, I, I, I can't get through that." And just by the way, you want to know how hard it was for me to get my money for the business? I just had to send my last year's taxes. Shut up. That was it. Dead serious. And wow. And I mean, this was part of it. So there, it was a little more detailed than that. So it, because I was one of the businesses that was forced to shut down, um, I only had to send taxes. If you were not forced to shut down, you had to send profit and loss as well, but, mm. and, and prove loss. Right. Um, so, but even that, like that's way less onerous for the businesses. It sounds like than for tenants to try to get money. You know, it's just completely backwards. Well, and that standard article linked to this CDC eviction moratorium fact sheet 
So I think I think that's what people should check out. It covers, you know, what you need to know. Am I eligible? At the bottom, it's got this declaration of eligibility that you basically just sign. It has you attesting that you've used your best efforts. You, you know, expect to make more than no more than ninety nine thousand this year. I will. Uh, <laughs> right. And you're unable to pay your rent in full. So there's just this kind of form or just the simple page that you have to sign in. I think send in, but it's got everything you need to know here. It's allianceforhousingjustice.org. So maybe that's what we need to share in the forum. Yeah. That's, think, yeah. yeah. Right. Cause I think that's the, the, the takeaway here is make sure people know, like share the, share that link and uh, with people that you may, that may need the help. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like uh, John, I think that you made a great point where it's like, and you too, Kevin, where you're saying, Sometimes paperwork is hard, especially when there's a language barrier or you're not familiar with applying for government services. Like, so if you know somebody who might be struggling with that, help them out, man. Like, whatever you got to do. If you if you're bilingual, Dan Martinez, and you can help, please do. Because, man, like I said, Espanol, Daniel, Daniel. (laughs) So there you go. That's our call to action. Uh, Is get people that you know. And uh, become you bilingual. That, you got to make that sound every time you say call to action. <laughs> I know. I'm going to edit that out because that was weird. <laughs> you can't. Well, That's a call to action. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was trying to get myself, pick myself up because I was slunched, slouched. I got to go see a chiropractor or something. Take my back. I know, yeah, right? <laughs> I know a guy. Uh, yeah you know that's right we know a guy yeah uh, what, what i was okay. thinking about was uh you have you guys seen that episode of friends where joey has a hernia i was more of a seinfeld guy didn't watch friends. okay well there's this episode where joey has a hernia and like every time he has to like sit down he's like oh. it's kind of like yeah, you're uh that's, your thing that's not what i did but anyway <laughs> with that it's pretty, it's pretty uh close. share share that story with your friends and and get get people uh the assistance that they need especially here uh in weber county um with that though we're gonna take a break we'll be right back to talk about polls and a new segment that we have uh we'll talk about it more after the break Hey, JC peeps, it's Colby, and I want to tell you about our new home, Foley's MMA. Foley's MMA offers classes in boxing, kickboxing, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu for ages 5 to adult. All experience levels are welcome. It's owned and operated by our good friends, Disco Dave and Sana Foley, at 31st and Washington Boulevard in downtown Ogden, if you know where it is. It's right next to Kiesel, uh, the Kiesel Services place. So uh, I came to Foley's MMA, uh, gosh, it's been a while ago. And uh, I really wanted to uh, help out in the community. I helped uh, Dave and Sana start a nonprofit that helps kids uh, get in here and uh, get there, get uh, learn how to box and those kinds of things. And so uh, from there, my wife started coming. She's been um, almost weekly attendant here at Foley's MMA, uh, loves it, always loves her gym family. And so if you want to be a part of that gym family, you should come on down too. So if you're interested or just curious, check them out at foleysmma.com or follow them on social media to learn about upcoming classes they've got a lot of them welcome back to the show thanks again for joining us we're so happy to be back uh this week there were no polls unfortunately um but you know what that doesn't mean that you can't put your own poll out there on the internet because the more polls there are on the internet the better the internet is so right 
You're not going to know if people want to engage with it unless you put it out there. Right. Right? I feel like you're taking that dirty, John. Anyway. Me? No. So we're not doing polls this week, but we you know what we are going to do. We're introducing a new segment into the JCP. Uh, it's called, so we want to encompass all of Utah, kind of Northern Utah, I mean. And so we're going to be talking about some of the more rural areas. Um, really, when you think about it, it's just the, the top part of Utah. So we thought that it would be good to just call this segment and that we're going to get news articles from the top of Utah and um, pull them from like Logan and Box Elder and Tremonton and those kinds of places. Davis, maybe Davis. Uh, maybe not so much Davis because the nah, point of the segment is Ooh, it's called yeah. just the tip. And I think that, that oh, really, I can't believe, I can't believe you rolled with that. <laughs> I, mean, why I, had not? Ex- I had to build it up, Kobe, because <laughs> you know you you always have to build up the the, the tip before you give it to the audience. Oh man! You know? Oh man! So I know it's just rails. not going it's coming well. off the rails. <laughs> now, for just the tip this week, we're going to be talking about Korean City because uh, this is out of the the leader from Tremonton. It's a, it's a local paper in Tremonton. Came out with this news story. Uh, in, in a recent Corin City Council meeting, there was no public comment concerning any of the budget hearings, um, but the vote on the tax increase was a unanimous negative vote among the council. What happens is, because there's no, no tax increase, there will be no tax increase nor the hiring of two salaried firemen this year in Corinne City. So try to keep your gender reveal parties out of Corinne. Just wait till, I guess, next year when they hike up your taxes for firemen. I guess if you live in Corinne. Wait, are you telling me that in rural Utah, those guys, they didn't want to raise taxes? Yeah, that's weird, crazy, right? They didn't want to raise taxes to fund public services. That's weird. Whack, right? Completely like whack. you've, I, I would think of all places, I'm, and and it seems like in the article it said that there's there are there's no full time firefighters there. So this was them like they were going to raise yes. taxes, start an actual full time firefighting um, service up there. So um, Corinne is like a spiral have. jetty. Is that where we're talking? It's Walmart distribution center. Yeah, Walmart DC, DC sixty ninety. I think that Procter and Gamble's out there too, right? Shit. Yeah, P and G. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff out there. Not a lot of. Uh, well, you know what? There isn't. A bunch of stuff is generous. There is not a fire department, so yeah, fire not a full time fire. fire. <laughs> so, so no gender reveal parties. Don't go <laughs> shooting targets around brush because that's also really dumb. All right. Well, that was just a tip for you. Uh, now let's get into pinkies up. Thumbs down. <laughs> I'll start because mine's just kind of stupid because it's just the same thing that sucked forever. But like my daughter uh, started kindergarten and like I don't know how to be a parent during quarantine and sometimes I'm hyper or ever, uh, you know, or uh, ever, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, for the sake of the story, I've got to say I am a terrific parent, but in quarantine, I'm pretty bad. Like I just, you know, I dither a lot of what to do. So I hate the fact, uh, 
schools, I thought that they were notifying everybody like about COVID cases within the schools. But then I've been finding out that like with teachers, no, teachers, they're not telling students if the teachers are getting sick. They're not even necessarily telling the substitute teachers that the teacher they're filling in for is out because they've got COVID. They've got all these, just every time I hear more about the policies that seem to be getting more and more lax as time goes by, I just get more and more concerned. But I can't take my kid out because I'm most like she peer pressures me to keep her in school. So I just hate all of that right now. Hmm. Thumbs down so, to all that. So, shit. Thumbs, thumbs down, okay, to, thumbs like, down okay. to that. Okay, okay. <laughs> to like not having leadership at a state level. It seems like it's, even at a at a district level, like it's just terrible. Yeah, I mean, parenting and COVID is legit hard, and and you're 100 right, man. The the lack of leadership, like you look at what Davis was doing, and how I was I was super proud of that guy. I was like, man, the superintendent, he he took it on the chin. He's like, we're gonna do it twice. We're gonna have him go every other day, and yep. like, mm-hmm. and that was a hard decision. You knew he was gonna get flack for that, and then he's man. like, well. Let's let's all go back at the time we're at like a huge <laughs> spike, our biggest spike ever. Yeah. We're at yeah. we're at 13% rolling average right now. And he's like, Yeah, this this seems like the best time for us to go back full time. And that's Maybe. exactly it. it. Back to school day, and there's all this like, here's how cautious we're gonna be and how much we're gonna be taking care of things and how much we're gonna be letting you know. And then now it's like, well, we kind of <gasps> had to let that go because it was impractical, because it's all just so unsafe. That's a good thumbs down. Because I think that's everybody right now. So it thumbs down like, also yeah. to Reed Newey, DSD superintendent. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'm, uh, you know what, Kevin? Why don't you go ahead and give us... Actually, you know what? No, I'll give mine because I think yours leads into uh, Kobe's. And we usually let Kobe... He's like our... What is that? Home run? Bring it home. Bring, bring your home homer in guy. Base, in baseball, what is that baseball? It's, called, it's a baseball, baseball term. Baseball, it's I think it's called batting batter 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 I think is what it is. Bad so cleanup. I'm pretty sure that's the technical term. Just let him do the cleanup. <laughs> Bad and cleanup. So my pinky's up. No, I'm going to go thumbs down first. My, my thumbs down is to Utah County. Hmm. And that's, you know what? That's just kind of a perpetual thumbs down. Standing yeah. thumbs yeah. down. Just like, yeah. Always. <laughs> but this one's specifically for those stupid dance parties and the stupid spike in numbers. Like, get get it together, Utah County. You can barely even, like have you barely even have roads that are drivable down there like i just what are you guys doing down there come on <laughs> that's my thumbs down um my pinky's up football is back and yeah the arizona cardinals are 2 and 0 beat the washington football team today but they also beat the san francisco 49ers what, last week so the pinky's up to them and yeah, yeah, they're the football team, <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is kind of weird. I, I, like I kind of like it. I think they should keep it. I kind of like it. Yeah, I like it too. The announcers, though, the announcers are not. You can tell some of the announcers are not ready for it because they keep on doing the Washington football team, and you're like, ah, uh, yeah, catch yourself. So there you go. There was my pinkies up and thumbs down. Go ahead. All right. Kevin. Well, you know, hey, we got to give pinkies up to Ruth, Bader's, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we lost a, a Titan on the Supreme Court and uh, Jesse and I last night, we're, we fired up uh, the movie On the Basis of Sex and uh, just covers some of her life. And, and uh, so you guys, should, you guys should definitely grab that one and take a, a watch to that. And, 
you know, she uh, did so much for women, women's rights. Um, and really, uh, we should be, you know, we, we've, we've lost a, a great one. And we should be doubling down our efforts to protect those people, uh, the, the vulnerable, and, and try to really uh, do our best to, to live up to her standard, you know? So, yeah, right. Carry on, on the HBO? What for. is that on? Uh, I think it, I don't know. I think we that bought it on Amazon. Rented, man. I think we Why rented it. Or, yeah, yeah that that's, that's a good idea. I'll just support the film industry. Well, it'll probably be available soon. Like somebody will hurry and add it. It's sort of like, um, I, I feel like it's what. on HBO right now, but yeah. Okay. It might be. Um, Dan, Dan has HBO. My goodness. Jeez. High roller. Oh, I got the TV. Oh, the bourgeoisie over here. You have TV? What? What's <laughs> TV? TV? That's real high rollers. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, but, uh, you know, that kind of leads into uh, thumbs down uh, is going to be the, the U.S. Supreme Court for the for the time being. I mean, uh, you know, and the Affordable Care Act. The Affordable Care Act is due to have its first or to have a, a court case that's challenging the Affordable Care Act uh, the week after the election. Yeah. And so if we don't have a Supreme, if we don't have a Supreme Court justice installed by then, which hopefully we do not, yeah. uh, e- but even in <laughs> that case, then it's pr- likely to be a 4-4 vote. That's even if Roberts votes to uphold the Affordable Care Act, which goes, means it goes to the lower court decision, which went against the CARE Act. So yeah. I don't know what that means in terms of, that's how I get my insurance is, is through the Affordable Care Act. I don't know what that means for people who, um, with preexisting conditions, I don't know what that means for kids uh, 26 and under that are on their, on their parents' insurance. Uh, Medi- Medicaid know, expansion are- happens through the Affordable Care Act. So Medicaid expansion that everyone voted for goes away. It goes away, you know? And, and so this is a, this is a big deal. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm, I'm definitely really nervous about uh, what the Supreme Court looks like, even, uh, even if we somehow dodge uh, a nomination uh, that, gets, that gets through in, under the Trump administration. Yeah, I think that he'll, he'll nominate for sure. No that shit depresses me. It is depressing. <laughs> I mean, Thanks, isn't that what Kevin. a thumbs down? Isn't yeah. that what a thumbs yeah. down is all about? I thought that, that was, was like what we were doing super here. Super thumbs I thought that, down. I thought that's yeah. what we were doing here. All the way down. <laughs> I know. Let's end the like, show. I know. Much, Jeez, much I want to go the... home. I just want to go hold my kids. <laughs> hold my kids. Go God, ahead, just, Kobe. Just hug daddy. Just, yeah. just, just <laughs> let me sit here. <laughs> All right, so I got I got a pinkies up this week too. Dan Martinez, oh, and Jamie Cheek. They've been doing an amazing job. John mentioned earlier in the show that we've been doing these digital town halls with county parties. Uh, we've done one with Weaver County. We've done one with Davis County. We will be doing one on Tuesday this week with the Salt Lake County Dems, and then we will also be doing one on October third with the Washington and Iron County Dems. We're road tripping, baby. Road trip. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. But but Dan and Jamie have done just a super amazing job. Of Dan has been directing. Uh, Jamie's been the moderator for those, and uh, it's been it's been awesome. The pinkies up to all that man. And and the feedback we're getting from the county parties, they love it. The candidates love it. Everybody loves it. And they're always like, "How much you guys get paid for this?" Like, we're not. We just love you. Ooh, give me money. <laughs> this year we're not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah, I did. I queued up. Uh, I queued up the Weber County one. Uh, listened to the the first bit of it, and you guys did a tremendous job. I can't wait to be able to listen to it on the pod because I'm telling you, that's how I'm going to be able to. That's how I fit yeah. it in. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Um, so pinkies up to those, but then thumbs down, you know, sort of in, in line with what Kevin said, unfortunately we got some, some bad news yesterday that justice Ginsburg had passed away. You know, she was trying to hang on to the, to the very end, hoping for a democratic president this coming November. Um, uh, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. And so now we're left to wonder what will Republicans do? And I think we know exactly what Republicans will do. Donald Trump will nominate somebody probably by Wednesday, like, and it just, it just boils my blood because when Antony. Colby, I mean, they're not, but the Senate won't vote on it. I mean, Mitch McConnell <laughs> wow. said you can't do that in an election year. Yeah, yeah they made he, it clear. Yeah, he sure did, right? And then uh, I, I, it was just so disappointing where, you know, Justice Ginsburg has not even, you know, her body is not even cold. Like she has been, she has just passed away only mere hours ago. And the New York Times is on the phone with Mitch McConnell's office asking, what will you do? And he, you know, leaves no doubt, says, you know, the nominee will get a vote in the Senate. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like these guys really don't care. Like it really, truly is like there was a thread. Uh, I'm not I'm not a big CNN guy, but Chris Cuomo tweeted out this thread about how, you know, they you know exactly what Republicans are going to do, because to them, it's all about power. They will shred every American institution on the face of this beautiful country just to retain power. And they don't care how they get it. It is, it is literally a scorched earth policy. And so they will literally destroy the Senate to retain power. They will gerrymander this entire country to retain power. They will, they will pull every hook and crook that they possibly can to retain power. And we're going to see it again. And, you know, we're over here hoping that one more Republican Senator will find a spine and say, no, I won't vote for, uh, to confirm a, 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 another Donald Trump justice until after the election. And, uh, I really hope we find that Republican. I truly do because it's just, it makes me so, so sad that we have to rely upon hopefully four Republican senators who have a conscience to say, no, we can't. We said we weren't going to do this in 2016 when Donald, when President Barack Obama nominated Merrick Garland a month after Antonin Scalia had passed away. And they said, and that was in March and said, no, we can't do it. And that was in February. Yeah. And so like, we're literally, we're literally talking about this, you know, in September. It was and six weeks are, before the election. They were they yeah they are in a rush to get it done when March was too soon you know February was too soon in 2016 and so I just it's just a sad state of things man it is it is disgusting what Republicans will do to retain power like they will destroy every single institution that we hold dear so long as they get to control the levers of power and you have to ask yourself why like why would they do it and you know the answer uh, that's another one of those. <laughs> Maybe we should do that differently. We should like do we our should always end on a pinky end. up. Yeah, we should end on a high note. <laughs> take somebody take us out on a high note. Uh, well, there are no pinkies. There up. are some good things to come out of pinkies up, thumbs down, and that is that it has to come to an end, and that was the end. So, upcoming events. That's what we're going to be talking about Thursday, uh, September twenty fourth through Saturday, September twenty sixth. There is a Catharsis 2, Inside Voices, Good Company Theater. This is uh, going on from 7.30 p.m. to 8.45 p.m. Do you want to do you want to explain this, Kobe? Because Yeah, so so what, what Alicia Washington and her sister Camille have put together, I mean, obviously, the pandemic has really hit places like, the, like Good Company really, really hard this year because they have not been able to open it. Like, they basically have had to cancel their entire season because of COVID-19. And so they've been trying to get creative and, you know, we know Alicia on the show, she's great. And that's exactly what they've done here. 
So they're putting together this, um, it's, it's satire. And so they've done this before. And so this is like the next thing. They're going to do it outside in the parking lot behind Good Company. Um, and so what you do is um, you buy a ticket, it's $17.50 to buy a ticket to this thing. And you can buy it in um, groups like a large box or a small box to kind of keep, you know, it, it socially distanced. So you can come with, you know, a people that, you know, you know, and anyway, they're going to be doing these on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday uh, this week. And I think we're going to try and go on Thursday night because I told that's my birthday. And I told my wife, this is kind of what I want to do. I, and I really want to support like Alicia and the things yeah. that they're doing down there because they're really struggling. And unfortunately, I haven't had a lot of money to donate to them this year because we've been unemployed. But man, it's uh, it's going to be awesome. They always do a great show down there. And if you can, please support them because it's going to be cool. Yeah, that, that'll be a good one to get out to. And, and Alicia's a good friend of the show. So uh, if you can get out there, if not, donate some Don money anyway. Donate some money to them. Yeah, help them. Uh, and then Friday, September 25th, the Indie Ogden Awards. Our good friend Dan Matthews is going to be hosting the Indie Ogden Awards. This was pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Uh, I'm glad to see this is going to happen. Um, this is going to happen at the Monarch. The doors open at 6. Uh, the program will begin at seven. JCP, Taking all kinds of COVID precautions. Yep. Outside, outside airflow, masks for everybody. Yep. It's going to be outside. All that kind bit. of stuff. Yep. And your, your boys, we got a table. <laughs> Shout out to our good sponsor, uh, the Elements of Real Estate, Ashley Walthries. She is the one that made that possible. So thank you very and what, much. And what right. are the themes? What's the theme for this thing? So it's black tie, but you can also dress like uh, it's Oscar theme. So you dress like you're from a movie. See, and I've been waiting because right before the last one got canceled, the original one got canceled. Heath Setow was at our drinking liberally. And he said he was so excited to unveil his costume for the thing. Oh, that's right. And it never happened. So well, I've been I'm waiting sure. all this time. Yeah, Angel and Heath will be there, I'm sure. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to go as? Are we going to coordinate, guys? We should totally coordinate. No. Anyway, we'll the tel Never mind. The Teletubbies? They didn't win an Oscar. I'm sorry. Yeah, what the hell? Let's just they paint robbed. ourselves in gold. We should just paint ourselves gold. We should go as gold face. No, it's blue ourselves. Blue ourselves. That's even <laughs> better. Uh, we'll talk about it after the show. Uh, <laughs> and then September uh, 26th, so that Saturday... So come hang out with us on Friday, then come hang out with us on Saturday because Northern Utah Dems picnic is that Saturday. That's going to be at the Fort Benaventura. No, try it again. Uh, Buena. Buen come on, what? come on. Buenaventura. There, there it is. Oh, my gosh, you guys. From 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. And actually, uh, Junction City, JCP, we are going to live stream with the candidates. Yeah, well, Each Kevin Lundell. Kevin Lundell is going to host. Oh, Kevin's going to be, be there. You're nice. It's so happening. What we're, what we're planning to do here is, uh, it's, so it's, it's like a picnic, so there will be stuff going on. There will be folks hanging out, chatting with candidates. You'll have the opportunity to meet candidates from all over northern Utah. It's not just a Weber County thing. You'll meet folks from, I think, Cash. Those folks are coming down. We've gotten some folks from Davis. Morgan, Summit Counties, I think, are going to show up. Like A lot of people are coming to Ogden on Saturday down at Fort Buenaventura, um, at one of the pavilions down there. And so we're going to be doing it like you ever watch those award shows? When it's e. like, yeah, like the E award shows where like they're hanging out, they're like talking, and then they like Oscar, grab an interview. Oscar, with Kingmaker, Kingmaker over here, like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're going to do that. So we're going to have like a set set up, you know, Kevin Lundell's going to be chatting with 
whoever else. John Kevin Miles. Lundell is basically going to be our Ryan Seacrest. Carson yeah. Daly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, Carson no, no, no. Daly. Car- no, no, Carson Daly. Kevin Lundell is going to be Ryan Seacrest. And then uh, we're going to be like going around with a camera and a microphone. And we're going to be grabbing the candidates and interviewing them real quick. And it's going to be an, a one-hour live stream on probably the Weber Dems Facebook page. So. But- but then the event is just, it's like a picnic. You bring your family and just kind of hang out all day kind of thing, yeah. right? Yep. Get to get to know a lot of really good candidates, a lot of other Democrats who are running for the state house and other offices. I've heard that uh, Kale Weston is going to be there. We we met Kale last week. He sent me a copy of his book this week. Uh, super impressive guy. I watched The Social Dilemma last night. Have you guys watched that yet? No, I want Not to. Yeah. Uh, very, uh, very depressing. Um, but one of the things that they talk about in the show is the fact that we need some sort of legislation for digital privacy, right? Like that's that's the next frontier for people because their information is being used in maybe not the greatest ways. And uh, Kale Weston talked about that exact thing on the Black Site podcast uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So he was kind of ahead of the curve on that thing. And I was like, wow, man, like this guy is, he's really smart. So you'll get a chance to meet him along with a lot of other folks. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, cool. One o'clock so, Saturday. One o'clock Saturday. We'll be starting the, the live stream at two. Fort uh, Buenaventura. Buenaventura. Good venture. Uh, what I call it. Good venture. So if you like us, you should like us on Facebook. If you like the pod, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, you can catch our show on any of the streaming apps that you may have. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure when you're there to give us a good rating. Give us five stars. Because really, when you think about it, five stars. That's like the most stars. <laughs> also, get, you can give us money on our Patreon, right? I mean, if you, you like that. You it's should only give us fair, money. guys. Well, right. we're, we're, we're working on. Buck. You can chip work, in a buck. We're working on trying to bring about a thing called Northern Utah News, where we produce NPR-style um, news pieces specifically on northern utah so we don't not looking at salt lake county but we're just looking and part of your donation there will help to fund that we want to hire weaver state students and give them an opportunity to really build their resume but also bring you the news um that you know a lot of a lot of folks aren't able to so that's yeah. what your patreon and they'll dollars be will do super professional not like us yeah yes. and i got this initiative <laughs> i'm trying to start called the guests are sounding good where we buy some microphones and we maybe even take them to some of the people that are on the show. So you can support that effort Ooh, as I well. Like that. You know? that, I, like I didn't that. know that was a thing. Oh yeah, buddy. We're always working on something around here. Junction city podcast. <laughs> There's always something going on. There's been a lot of things. Well, I'd like to thank Kevin for coming on the show. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, so I, forgot how that, we, I forgot how we ended this show. How do we even end this show? Uh, Oh, I say, uh, like we say every week. All politics. All politics is local. Oh, he stole it. I love it. Oh, he stole it from you, Kobe. (laughs) I'm all right with that.